I've got three words for us this morning. Uh, you've heard the first word already, qualification. The second is invitation, and then the third is partnership. So qualification, invitation, and partnership. And I'm going to suggest that the world operates in one way, but Jesus literally turns it on his head. So if you think through the world of education, or maybe even arts, and certainly business, it tends to work on qualification, invitation, and then partnership. Let me talk about education first. So, small child, 11 plus, terrification, if that's such a word. Can they pass the qualification piece? Yes, no, massive influence on the rest of their life. If they pass that hurdle, they're invited into the space, and then there's a partnership of learning, the student and the teachers, and hopefully a good outcome at the end, yeah? The conductor, mom, gathering together a choir or a band or whatever else, there'll be some form of testing. Does this person know one end of a violin from the other? Clearly some people do, uh, and, and I don't. Um, you, know, uh, you know, can they do what they're suggesting that they can do, and then they're invited in, and then together you create beautiful music, something like that? ish. Business is certainly like that. You are interviewed. And nowadays, multiply times, there's lots and lots of stages through. Are you qualified to do what you're suggesting you can do? You're then eventually invited in, and then there's this wonderful partnership, hopefully, of you working hard and you being released and, you know, well-managed by HR. I always think the boss should be the person doing that rather than the HR, but that's another conversation. And, and you create a good outcome together. Yeah, that's how the world works, I suggest. And I'm going to suggest that Jesus literally turns that on his head in these verses from Matthew that I'm going to read now. So do grab a Bible and turn with me to page 977 if you're got one of the Bibles sort of scattered around the building, 977. It's Matthew chapter 11, if you're on your phone or doing whatever else you guys normally do, if you're younger than me. Uh, Matthew 11, and I'm going to read verses 25 to 30. Qualification, invitation, partnership. Let's, let's dig into this. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you are pleased to do. All these things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Do you uh, keep that open? 
See what the qualification here is. For the wise and the learned, for the thoughtful, for the aged, for the, those experienced in life, no. Verse 25, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed these to the little children. Qualification is to be small, like a child. I really like that. Not because I'm not six foot three, but just because actually the release of that. The qualification is not about capacity and wisdom. The qualification is about presence. And the qualification is also, and we read this in verses 26 and 27, is because Jesus chooses us. He chooses us. Without merit, just because he happens to choose us. Chooses you. Chooses me. I, it's extraordinary, isn't it? I mean, how, how, many, how many of us have got, still got that shadow in us from those sporting days in school about being lined up and who gets chosen first? Yeah? Yeah, last. <laughs> or just never at all. You know, that kind of moment where, where you're, kind of, you're the only one stood there and everybody's just going, oh, go on then. <laughs> Jesus chooses you, but with joy. And he doesn't choose you because of capacity or incapacity. He just chooses you out of love. And so what is the qualification? The qualification is because the Lord smiles upon you. Full stop. All these things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. He chooses you. And then we... So that's the qualification. The qualification is actually nothing to do with us whatsoever. It's because we've been chosen. Okay? You do not have to pass an 11 plus to walk through that door. Hallelujah. You neither have to be a judge nor play grade eight or whatever else, the other things these fabulous ladies uh, could do. Just turn up because you are chosen. And so we're then invited. And the invitation is extraordinary. Verse 28. It's universal. All. Note that word. And it's personal. Me. Note that word. Come to me, all you. It's an extraordinary invitation. It's so radical. Utterly universal, utterly personal, and utterly relational. Isn't it? Come and have dinner. Come and sit down. Let's have a chat. Come to me, all you. 
And actually, interestingly, we get a second bit of the qualification here at this point. Come to me, all you who are what? Fabulous and wonderful and have great hairstyles? I've got a problem at that point. No. All you who are what? Heavy burdened. Isn't it extraordinary? You know, the one qualification we need to have is that we've got stuff. We've all got stuff, haven't we? Wendy and I have just moved. We have way more stuff than we ever need and ever we thought we ever had. You know, the one qualification you need to have is not only to hear the invitation, but just to have stuff. Can I say we all pass that qualification? You are invited, I am invited into this extraordinary life-giving relationship by Jesus. And what are we invited into? I will give you rest. Oh. Just allow that to settle quietly. It's, it's lovely that it's a quieter Sunday today. I will give you Having just moved, I need to hear that. I will give you rest. I don't know what rest looks like for you. I don't know whether that's just a long, lazy day in the garden, playing golf, going fishing, having a snooze. What does rest look like for you? And if you don't know the answer to that question, may I suggest that actually that's your work on point today. Because some of us don't know what rest looks like for us because we're so busy. We're so fraught and frantic, we don't actually know how to do it. I was having a lovely chat just before the service about the retreat, uh, the retreat that's going to happen, the kind of pilgrimage. It sounded so restful, just a sort of short walk each day and lots of chatting. It sounded great. I will give you rest. This wonderful invitation by Jesus to us. And we're to bring our stuff. And we're to bring our stuff and our relationship into this wonderful world of partnership. I think the danger when we start reading stuff like this is that we, we have this vision that we bring our stuff and we dump it. There you are. Yours all by yourself. There you are. Bye. And, and so my stuff becomes Jesus' stuff and it's all his responsibility and none of mine. And I see this when I chat with people over the years, relationally, you know, pastorally. People come in maybe you know, quite heavily burdened and they, they're, they're quite worried about life or whatever else and they just want me to hold all of their stuff and sometimes to choose for them. But it's not my life. I can help carry it a bit with them. I can certainly look at it. But it's their stuff. They have to walk out with their stuff. Interestingly, we're invited into a relationship where we carry the stuff together here. And we use this word called yoke, or Jesus has used this word called yoke. And many of you have heard this Bible reading before and, and have had it related to the kind of the, the yoke of oxen here. 
two oxen together, often a junior one and a senior one, and the senior one would carry their load, load and do the direction, and the junior one would kind of like bimble along behind. Well, not behind, but beside. Yeah, that's probably how you've had it described. And that's a good um, agricultural image, and that's one layer of what Jesus was saying here. That we're to bring our stuff and that we carry it together in partnership and that Jesus carries the heavy load with it and does the direction piece. But the other layer of this meaning, this meaning of yoke, is actually the, the, the yoke of a rabbi's teaching was his or her worldview. The way that they perceived life and did life and interacted with the world. Their theology their understanding of all that happened in the world. And so Jesus is not only saying this agricultural image, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. He's saying, actually, I want you to literally put on my spectacles and my hearing aids, I've got both, and perceive the world and interact with the world in the way that I do because that's how you will live this life, which is providing rest for your soul and you'll find this yoke easy in my burden light, verse 30. And that's what partnership looks like. Jesus is speaking like a rabbi at this point, a teacher. And he's saying, learn from me. Do life in the way that I do life. And in, and in Jesus' day, they, they, would, um, they would select people to become students. And they would do that qualification invitation piece in the way that Jesus is not doing. He's just saying, bring your staff. In, in Jesus' day, they would try and test people. They would like, you know, how much of the Old Testament do you know? And actually, in Jesus' day, to become a, um, a, a student to a rabbi you would have to whole, know the whole of the New Testament off by heart. Come on, let's have a test, shall we? I don't. Do you? It's quite a lot, isn't it? Literally off by heart, and then, and then they would learn to interpret it together. That's what the rabbi would teach, the interpretation of the whole of the, the Old Testament. Jesus is just bringing his staff but then take my yoke upon you, put on these glasses. Learn from me, because I'm gentle and humble in heart, and find rest for your souls. You'll find a way of doing life which actually works with all of the challenges that life brings. And so let's put on Jesus' glasses. Jesus hearing aids. You know, in those days, because students were so keen to understand how a rabbi did life, there's, there's rumors that students would end up sleeping under the rabbi's bed just to observe how the rabbi did bedroom stuff. Sounds a bit weird to me. Please never happen to me. But And there's also... There's a blessing from those days. May you be covered by the dust of your rabbi. Have you ever heard that before? You have. I.e., will you 
may you walk so close to your rabbi that as he flicks up the dust from his sandals, he covers you with dust. That you, you live the life that he lives. Because the partnership invitation that Jesus is inviting us to will, will, will bring us challenges, undoubtedly, for those of us who have been Christians for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's not the easiest of life, is it? There's some pretty big challenges out there. But the partnership that he's inviting us to is this yoke with him where he carries the load and gives the direction, but we work with him and we find rest for our souls. And his promise to us is that his yoke is easy and his burden is light because that's his worldview. And I suppose the challenge that I have to myself is when I don't find it easy and light, what's out of kilter? Me? Maybe. Probably. And maybe I'm at that point not being covered by the dust of my rabbi. So, qualification. Just come. Just come as you are. Come with your stuff. Come because you're invited. And you're invited by Jesus to Jesus to be with Jesus into this glorious partnership where he does the heavy lifting. But you still get to do stuff. You have stuff to do. But the promise is, is that is easy and light and we will find rest for our souls. This is one of my favorite verses, but it's one of my hardest challenges because most of my life doesn't feel easy in life most of the time. And so I find this the most beautiful invitation, but the most challenging. And so I come back to this text more and more day by day and try and just quieten my soul and say, Lord, lead me on today. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this invitation. Thank you that you invite us just because we are. Thank you that you invite us as we are. Thank you that you invite us to you. And so as we place our hand in yours afresh today, help us face the future together, Lord, with whatever it may hold. Amen. Oh,